Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the FWWC tonight. Sit back, relax, and let us take you on a fantastic ride. Ladies and gentlemen, the FWWC tonight starts in five. Four, three, two, one. Enjoy the ride. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the FWWC Universe. That's right. It is your blue brand general manager and co-host of the FWWC tonight here, Curtis Black, with you for episode 127 of the FWWC tonight. And we are going to get into things here uh, momentarily. We have a lot of big things going on tonight. Uh, but to get started, I do want to go ahead and uh, thank our sponsors again, the Wrestle Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee, uh, celebrating another great episode last night. Uh, let me get the exact number here. Episode 265, uh, Superheroes featuring Luchadora Serpentine and Selena Majors. Um, again, I, I always recommend, and I can't recommend it enough, make sure you're tuning in either live every Wednesday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central um, on RustTalkPodcast.com. I'll also find them on the Rust Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee YouTube page, as well as their Facebook, which they do live Facebook feeds uh, during the show as well. Uh, but make sure you're also checking out WrestleTalkPodcast.com uh, for the WrestleTalk Podcast mugs. Uh, they're absolutely amazing. Again, I cannot recommend them enough. And and interestingly, uh, we're we're going to have something going on with the WrestleTalk Podcast mug here in just a little bit. So a little teaser uh, for what's going to be coming up here in about 15 minutes. Um, and then also just make sure you're checking out uh, the Rust Talk podcast with Joe and Renee YouTube page again for the promos of the week uh, that are uploaded after uh, a promo is selected as long as that superstar has gotten it on Facebook or excuse me on YouTube. Uh, so lots of exciting stuff going on there. Uh, but we are going to go ahead and get things started here. Uh, so without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on the Red Brain General Manager, Marcus Mayhem. Marcus, how are you doing this evening? Yo, what's up? FWWC Universe, it's your boy Marcus Mayhem. And tonight we got a lot to get into. We got some new debuts on the roster. We got a lot of action coming up. So stay tuned. And I think it's going to be a very explosive show tonight. Well, and I've I've been told... And like I said, I you know I, I just I just hang out with them occasionally now that f- fences have been mended. I've been told that none other than the Warriors Heart Champion, the European Champion, the United States Champion—that's right, Funky Three Belts—will be calling in tonight. And if anybody knows any of what's been going on lately, that that's a big deal. So 
um, excited when we get to him. Like I said, here in about 10 minutes, we've got, you know, something to announce uh, for the entirety of the FWWC. So, so lots of big stuff going on here tonight. But to get started, I am going to go ahead and throw it over to Marcus here as we do traditionally start our Monday night results with the red brand. Uh, Marcus, why don't you go ahead and get us started for Monday night? Well, what we are doing is we are holding um, a triple threat tournament for each title on Red Brand. And whoever has the most points will advance to face the title holder at Hell in a Cell. So the first title we were going to get into is for the Hybrid Television Championship. And the match was between Savior Saint, Heel Deal, and Voorhees. And whoever wins, whoever accumulates the most points out of the three Mondays that we'll be running this tournament, they will have a shot at El Monteratas at Hell in the Cell. And Saint came out with a slim, slim victory over Heel Deal and Voorhees. So right now he is leading by one point between Heel Deal and Voorhees. And I got to say, out of all of these uh, triple threat matches, this is going to be the one that's going to be the closest. I mean, I have to agree. I mean, Savior Saint is obviously, you know, him and Heel Deal together, you know, are, are people that are going to go down in the history of the FWWC as, as some of the greatest superstars to, to have laced their boots up here. And Voorhees has obviously been, been making a name for himself, you know, since he came into the FWWC, whether that's, you know, a positive or a negative, he's definitely, you know, made his impact on the FWWC. And speaking of uh, the man who resides at Crystal Lake, um, it does appear that kind of early in the night tonight, but we do have voice this evening. Marcus Mayhem, Curtis Black, it is the one, the only Voorhees. All right, Voorhees. Well, you know, like I said, uh, as you were, uh, you know, hearing before we brought you on, you did have a match this week, which is the, the beginning of a three-match series that you are going to have with Savior Saint and Heel Deal uh, to ultimately decide who is going to face off against El Mata at Hell in a Cell for the Hybrid TV Championship. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the match? You said you did you fall a little short here on Monday, and, and, and let us know you know your feelings towards the champion as well, Almada, who's currently holding that title. The madness on Monday night would have been a lot better if I would have won the match. But as for the champion... Elmada Voorhees is coming for you. Now, uh, Voorhees, I know, uh, you know, you haven't had a chance to really, you know, get a, get a read on Savior Saint because uh, uh, him being on blue for the most part, now he's back over on red as a competitor. Uh, what do you what do you have to say about someone of Saint's caliber? Savior Saint will 
he's going to know the meaning of bloodshed, pain, and destruction next Monday night because I plan on inflicting and breaking bones. All right. Well, Voorhees, as we do all of the individuals who go ahead and call in here, and we've got a lot to cover this evening, so we are going to keep moving on. Any final thoughts for the FWWC universe before we let you go this evening? As will lose that hybrid title and will become a dead vermin. Uh, Okay, so... Yeah, it's unique every time you know, we have Voorhees on the show. Uh, appreciate him, him, you know, making time for us, Marcus. Uh, your thoughts on on you know these three individuals and and like I said, right now, Savior Saints holding that slim lead. Uh, do you do you see somebody coming back and and pulling that away from him and and getting that opportunity, or or does Saint definitely hold kind of the cards in his hand right now? You know, it's it. It's hard to bet against Saint, but, you know, like uh, Voorhees, you know, said, I mean, he's he's got his eye on the prize. He really wants El Mata, and I'm sure he's going to climb back into it. He can't count out Hill Deal. He's been more than willing to take the belt, even from his own brother. So I got to say, these are three fierce competitors, and it, it's going to be neck and neck until the end. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it would have to go to some type of, you know, match-off or trivia or something like that. I mean, it's it's going to be really close. Definitely. And and definitely with, you know, competitors of, of that stature and of that caliber, it's going to be a hard-hitting affair. And I'm, I'm definitely excited to see uh, what goes on there. And I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, again, if you guys are listening on the website, um, if you guys are, are listening uh, via calling in, Definitely get on the horn to anybody in the FWWC. Let them know there's going to be a big announcement in five minutes regarding promo of the week for next week. Um, it's going to be something interesting, something we I, we haven't done in a really long time. Um, so it's something I'm really excited to, to talk about. But unfortunately, with that, there, there's a little negative that kind of goes along with it. So we're going to discuss that in five minutes. We're going to go ahead and uh, cover one match from the Blue kind of get out of the way before we get on. So, um, and that match, I do want to go ahead and discuss, and, and I'm going to kind of discuss it with you here, Marcus, because unfortunately it does involve myself and again, why I'm getting it out of the way early uh, was the match that I had between myself and Almada. Um, it, it, it ended up being the culmination of everything that's been going on uh, since uh, FWWC apocalypse. Um, and ultimately, you know, as, as anybody who's you know paid attention uh, to what's going on knows, I, I was not able to, to pull off that victory. And you know, while you know maybe that's a little frustrating on my part, I, I did everything I could. I left all the blood that I had in the ring um, in that match with Mata, and, and I don't you know regret what I did. So um, you know, your thoughts on the match or, or what's gone on? 
like I said, you know, we don't currently have uh, the uh, the masked one with us to, to speak on on the match. So I'm going to kind of turn to you here and at least get your thoughts. And like I said, we'll get into our announcement here shortly. You know, if I was Elmonta, I would say something along the lines of, you know, you're a fish competitor. You know, Elmonta has a lot of respect for you. You know, you guys, you know, have some things in common, you know, with the tenacity and the violence and the willingness to do whatever it takes to get the win. But on the other hand, Elmonta would say, you know what? You scrub, you dirty, stinking scrub. You never had a shot to beat me. But I will say personally for myself, it was one hell of a match, and it, it didn't disappoint by no scratch of the imagination. And I'm pretty damn sure that this will not be the end of it. Well, we'll we'll see what happens definitely moving forward. But uh, I'm also excited to see, you know, who who's going to have, you know, if, if I wasn't able to take that hardcore belt or, or even get my opportunity for it, who is going to be, you know, the one who's going to be tough enough to do it? Because let me tell you, I, I know my way around those light tubes and, and that ring and, and that violence. So for somebody to, to come in, and take it when I wasn't able to. It's going to have to be somebody who who's knows what they're doing. So uh, consider that a right. challenge to the FWWC. You guys have some big, big uh, boots to fill if you think you're going to be able to take him down in this type of environment. Coming uh, coming I, from the person who put it on the map here, it, it's going to be. I agree. I agree. If if Curtis, the the hardcore legend himself, you know which I'm not saying he'll never get the belt back, but if he can't get the belt, then I, you know, like you said, it's, you really, really going to have to step your game up on a whole nother level. If Curtis can't get it done, then, you know, that's about as, <laughs> as high on a totem pole as you're going to go when it comes to hardcore. So, you know, good luck to whoever gets another shot, but you're going to need it. Yeah. Oh, ah, uh, but, we are we're about there. Um, we, like I said, about eight fifteen is what I've told a few people here in our announcement. So uh, we're going to get started on that here momentarily. But before we do, um, I do want to one more time um, thank our sponsors, the Rust Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee. Uh, just again, going back to last night, episode two sixty five, uh, they had the women from MLW on the line, uh, Selena Majors and Luchadora Serpentine. Uh, another fantastic show. Uh, make sure you go out of your way to check it out and make. Make sure you are tuning in live every Wednesday at 8 Eastern, 7 Central um, to the, uh, you know, it's, uh, we're the world's premier fantasy wrestling organization. They are the world's premier uh, wrestling podcast. So make sure you are checking them out at rusttalkpodcast.com. Uh, but um, without any further ado here, um, like I said, it's kind of doing things a little out of order tonight, but uh is usually about the time we have the most people on and it's definitely something i i want to make sure that the fwwc is aware of so um you know myself mark hammond and the board directors you know we had a little conversation you know back and forth today and uh regarding promo of the week this week and you know unfortunately a lot of us felt that you know while while there's definitely some promos there and a few of them that 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 may have been a little bit better than average on, on whole, it may have not been our, our best week um, in promos. And, and, you know, there, there's multiple reasons for that. You know, we're, we're kind of in a weird phase right now with WWE too. Uh, and how this is all kind of working out and there's going to be change coming soon. 
and that can can make things a little slow. Um, so that's possible why we saw what we did this week. So this week, um, there's there will not be a promo of the week. But with that being said, like there's the negative. Here comes the positive. Um, we are going to have, I guess, what equates to a promo contest, but essentially it, it's what we'd like to see from you guys every week, which is you know the best promos you guys can put out. Uh, we want to see the creativity. We want to see you know new and different, and we want to see you being your character, being yourself. So uh, with that being said, and after discussion with the board of directors uh, and Night Owl, uh, next week, uh, the winner of promo of the week uh, will be winning uh, a Russell Talk podcast mug. Uh, the only thing you'll be responsible for is to be shipping and handling to get it to wherever you live. But beyond that, hey, you you have the opportunity to you know I I, I push them a lot, but that's because they're awesome. Have the opportunity to win a Russell Talk podcast mug uh, if you win promo of the week so um i really i expect to see some awesome stuff from you guys i expect to see some really cool creative stuff and hey we're we're gonna be going into uh hell in a cell uh you know a week from this sunday so um let's see what you guys got but uh marcus your thoughts here on on kind of what we presented for everybody and then we'll uh keep continuing on you know, I think it's a great opportunity for something very, very cool to have WWC, especially for those who, you know, might not have been able to afford it or whatever the case might be because of budget reasons. Hey, this is your chance to, you know, work your ass off and potentially get a really cool idol from the FWWC universe. So, you know, put your creative hats on and get out there and start coming out with some of the best promos ever because... Uh, the deadline is next week, and we'll be announcing the winners. And you know, good luck to everybody. All right. Well, like I said, uh, we're gonna you know kind of get the word out, but also you know ask get people to listen to the podcast because uh, this is the kind of stuff that we try to say for the podcast because you know it's exciting and we want to get your guys' reaction. So we are gonna go ahead and get back to the matches here. Um and like I said, we may we may get people's reactions on what's going on. But uh we'll go ahead and jump back into the red brand here, Marcus. What is the next match you want to go ahead and discuss? Uh the next match we're gonna get into is a triple threat match for a shot at the United States championship. And it was between King of Bleachstyle, Robert and Madman Joe. And this was another very, very close contested match where Madman Joe came out with a slim victory over Robert and KOB. And um, reading something from Madman Joe, and he's pretty much saying that, you know, he's on a hot streak right now and pretty much shouting out to KOB and Robert that he's, he's going to finish the job in the next couple of weeks and come for Funky Three Belt. So, you know, we're going to see, but like I said, you, you can't count anything out when it's this close. No, you really can't. And uh, given the fact, it's, it's just like with the, you know, the Savior Saint uh, board, he is healed. You know, you've got one point separating the, the winners right now. Um, and the fact that we're going to see some craziness going on in the next week, who knows what could happen on Monday or Friday next week for that matter. Like we won't even know. I don't know. I guess I I won't speak too much to know what you're planning for for those. But if you were to carry this over, uh, you know, to Hell in a Cell or 
however you're planning on doing that, there could be some interesting and drastic changes in those point totals here over the next week, week and a half. So very, very excited to see uh, where you go with that here. And we're going to go ahead and jump back over uh, to the blue brand um, and kind of an exciting match. I want to go ahead and discuss because we had a very interesting debut here in uh, the last week to the FWWC by none other than Lilith, um, you know, made it a, a definite scene when she came in um you know being summoned by the bad bitches uh then you have you know the the terrifying vampire promo that we got and then ultimately she stepped into the ring and and you had your your own thoughts about her initial you know competition being that she was facing off against fallen but we did see Lilith come out with a victory and honestly kind of pull some terrifying shit in the end uh you know ultimately making fallen you know pass out your thoughts on uh the newest free agent in the fwbc you know i gotta say uh you know when i saw what the bad bitches were up to i'm like you know they're they're back to their old tricks again and i'm like what are they going to summon this time you know i didn't know if it was going to be a bunny rabbit or a lizard or something and out comes this vampire woman and, you know, after thinking about it, you know, I, I gave you crap for, you know, booking her against Fallen, you know, but I think it was a chance to kind of show what she was made of and use Fallen as an example. And she she looked pretty terrifying, you know, with the whole blood and all the other stuff. You know, I hope she gets her shots because you can't be, you know, drinking all that blood and expect not to be getting anything, but... Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really impressed. She's really came out on fire since she stepped foot in the FWWC. So, you know, much props to her. And, you know, the women's division needed another injection of talent. And, you know, it got just what it needed. Uh, definitely. And, and yeah, I know we'll, we'll have more to discuss about her when we get to Tuesday night as well. Uh, but definitely somebody making a huge impact, uh, you know, on, on those first couple evenings in. Um, but uh, we'll go ahead and jump back over uh, to the blue brand here. Uh, the next match we are going to go ahead and discuss um, is going to be the match uh, that was the golden ticket finale, which we saw Hardcore Haas facing off against the brick wall, James Butkus. Uh, facing off against Jimbo Slice and DJZ. Um, this has been going on since FWWC Apocalypse. Um, and uh, we did see out of that match, Jimbo Slice and DJZ advance uh, to Tuesday night. Uh, so we'll get into that here in a little bit, but definitely just setting the stage for a final showdown between Jimbo Slice and DJZ uh, for that coveted golden ticket, which can make things very interesting here in the next few weeks. But, uh, Marcus, why don't we jump back over here to, to Red Brand and we'll go ahead and discuss the next match. Now, this next match is shrouded in controversy. And, of course, you know, me being me, it's going to be a lot of, you know, heat on me and a lot of people are going to be suspicious. But um, in my defense, I only did what was best for business. Now, this next match was a triple threat for a shot at the European Championship. And originally it was between the Bishop Theory and Douglas James. But seemingly out of nowhere, when Bishop, you know, and Matt Van Joe get out of their vehicle, 
Batman Joe walks off, and then some mass figure, somebody comes and knocks Bishop out. Cold blood out of nowhere. Nobody sees it. Bishop just faintly remembers somebody running away. He couldn't see who it was. And I had nobody else. So, you know, I had to do the right thing, and I ended up taking his spot in the tournament. So I ended up turning into a Marcus Mayhem versus Theory and Douglas J's bout, in which, of course, because I am one of the greatest of all time, I did come out with a sizable victory against Theory and Douglas James. Well, um, you see, I know we have an individual who has some thoughts uh, about the situation, um, and I don't really feel like I, I'm just going to let you two go at it here for a little bit. So really, without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on the one and only Bishop. Bishop, how are you doing this evening? In a bit of a mood, but I'm, I guess I'll make it. How y'all doing this evening? I'm doing good. Now, you know, I, you I know Bishop, should... I do want to say this. I, I want to say this, Bishop. I know you're you're frustrated, you're upset, you know, that, you know, someone decided to, you know, in a fit of rage, attack you. You know, they see you as a threat, you know, um, you know, I've been having my guys on it, trying to figure out who would have been stupid enough to do such a thing. Um, I don't have any suspects at the moment, but, you know, eventually I will find out who did this to you, Bishop. Well, you know, I had a golden opportunity Monday night in the triple threat match to, to challenge for the European Championship, but for some reason somebody thought it was a good idea to jump me in the parking lot. Rest assured, I'm going to, I have an idea who I think it could be, and when I get my hands on them, excuse my fist, it's going to be hell to tell the captain. And would you like to know who I think it could possibly be? I would. You know, since I won the golden ticket, I've made mention that I plan on challenging someone who goes by the name of Funky Three Bills. Now, Funky Flex and I, we've had our dealings in the past, and we've gone to war many times, so I think it could be him or he probably knows who did it. But if it is Funky, then he's got trouble on his way because I do plan on cashing in my golden ticket. Hmm, that's interesting. I mean, it it could be. I mean... You know, you and Funky do have a past, but, you know, on the flip side, you know, you and Saint, you guys just, you know, went at it hardcore. You beat them twice. You beat them for that golden ticket opportunity. So maybe this might be a revenge thing. I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not going to throw names out there. I don't think, you know, a triple champ would want to do something like that to you. But, you know, all cards are on the table at this moment, but I promise you we'll get to the bottom of this. And whoever did decide to do this, just know that the bear is not too far behind. And somebody's got a mauling coming their way. But as you mentioned, I do have a golden ticket. So I guess in a way that could be a blessing in disguise. 
but as for the person who did this to me, they're not going to have a nice day or a nice week because they're going to wind up in a hospital or even worse. I mean, definitely uh, not not mincing any words here, but uh, as we do um, all of our superstars here on the FWWC night, any final words from you, Bishop, for the FWWC universe uh, before we let you go this evening? My final words is, Funky Flex, if you're behind this, you're going to be Funky Two Belts after I get done with you, and you'll be lucky if you can even walk. All right. Well, some very, very strong words this evening from the bishop. We do want to thank the bishop for joining us. Um, We're getting to about the middle of the show, which means we are going to be moving on here uh, to Tuesday night shortly. But I am going to go ahead and cover uh, just a couple of blue blue brand matches to kind of get us caught up towards the end, as I know we're getting uh, to the end of your matches here, Marcus. So uh, real quickly, we did see – uh, Tank Westbrook be informed, unfortunately, that Flying J. Crime was not able to compete uh, due to some family issues, so that did end up being a no contest, uh, but we do want to go ahead and let Flying Jake know that we wish the best for him and what's going on in his life currently. Uh, we also had a luchador to Kansas City pulling off the victory over La Familia's own Hardcore Haas. Uh, we did see in a bloodbath JJ the common man and hardcore sis facing off and unfortunately I mean the end what ended up happening was the, the referee had to stop the match due to blood loss from both individuals um, it was you know it coded everything it was just oof, not the kind of match that I like to necessarily I like my violence but the, the blood and that was even made me a little queasy but they, we did see the referee call the match uh, due to blood loss, uh, so I'm sure we will see those two go at it again uh, down the line. And then um, in kind of a very interesting match, uh, we saw Daniel Grimm facing off against his SOF brother, Funky Flex, for the opportunity uh, to go to the Warriors Heart Championship at Survivor Series for Daniel Grimm to potentially uh, become now a three-time, given the circumstances of his previous Warriors Heart Championship reign, three-time Warriors Heart Champion. Um, and we did see Daniel Grimm come out with the victory. He will be in the Warriors Heart Championship match at Survivor Series and, and does have a, a pretty major opportunity ahead of him here. Uh, any thoughts on, on that match here uh, before we go ahead and cover uh, your last match on Red and, and move into Tuesday night? You know, uh, I got to say, Daniel Grimm, he's, you know, ever since he had his last uh, World Star Championship run, which was kind of lackluster compared to the other times, you know, he's got a new fire, and he's he's really looking to make history because not many people have won the Warriors Heart Championship as many times as he has and is wanting to do. So we got to keep an eye on that. But Grimm is looking to make history this time around. 
I mean, definitely. And uh, it's going to be exciting to see what happens. Um, you know, he is definitely from, from being an unruly drunk fan who jumped the barrier to where he's at now. I mean, who, who could have imagined, but uh, definitely, definitely exciting to see uh, what's going to happen there. But why don't I go ahead and throw it back over to you here and red brand and, and we'll get you finished up and, and move it on. The last match we're going to get into is for a shot at the Universal Heavyweight Championship against El Monte Ratas. And it was between the Battle Cat, Remy Ricks, and the Enchantress. And these three really duked it out. I mean, it was a hard-fought match, but the witty veteran, the Battle Cat, came out on top. And I got to say, the Battle Cat, he's been kind of, I don't know, missing in the title picture, you know, he's kind of laid low, but he feels now's the time to attack, and he's meaning business. Uh, he is, and, you know, Battle Cat is not somebody, uh, you know, we've, we've said this before, and, and here we are saying it again. He's not somebody to be underestimated when it comes to championship opportunities, and he's not somebody to be underestimated when it comes to that universal heavyweight championship. Um, you know, for whatever reason, he just seems to, you know, always end up back in opportunity for it and, and always somehow ends up seemingly winning it. So uh, it's, it's going to be exciting uh, to see what goes on there. Uh, but man, uh, I, I've got to give it to Balcat. You know, he pulls off the victories when he needs to, and, and he only has a one point lead on Enchantress going forward, but but that lead is definitely going to be uh, interesting as we move forward. But uh, with that being said, we, uh, we are finishing up here with Monday night. So we are going to be moving in uh, to Tuesday. Uh, but before we do, we do want to go ahead and again, thank our sponsors, the rest Talk podcast with Joe and Renee, uh, as I said before, uh, before last night, episode two sixty five. Uh, superheroes featuring Luchadora Serpentine and Selena Majors. Um, if you did not catch it live, make sure you get over to RustTalkPodcast.com, uh, the Rust Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee YouTube page, uh, the Rust Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee Facebook page, uh, everywhere you can find either an audio or video uh, version of the podcast and Again, check it out. One of the best wrestling podcasts that you will find. Um, and it's going to be absolutely uh, another killer show next week. Um, but with that, we are going to go ahead and get moving into um, Tuesday night's uh, results. Um, so as we get moving in here, uh, we do traditionally go ahead and start uh, with the blue brand on Tuesday night. So uh, the first match we are going to go ahead and discuss is going to be C. Uh, Nightmare Jones uh, facing off against Big T. Um, you know, Big T has, has had some thoughts and feelings about Nightmare Jones having been jumping individuals now. You know, Jones has maybe taken a little bit of break on that, but we are definitely still seeing uh, an attitude from Nightmare Jones about wanting to destroy Blue from the inside. And and as Big T, former you know FHC champion, took a little bit of offense to that um, and and wanted to prove a point. And unfortunately, we didn't get a clear victor in the match. Um, so obviously, we may see this continue forward at Hell in a Cell. Uh, but there's definitely some bad blood between those two individuals. You know, Nightmare Jones, we, we all know what he's there for. Um, he's there to wreak havoc. He's there to destroy your brand. And, you know, I see it that 
it's like icing on the cake for him because he can't stand Big P. I mean, to be honest, nobody can stand Big P, but he really can't stand Big P. So, you know, I see this continuing on, and Nightmare Jones is going to keep just getting under Big P's skin because it's not that hard to do. It's not. And, um, you know, I've kind of just learned I, at this point, I'm just accepting that, that, you know, Nightmare Jones is here and he's going to try to do whatever he's going to try to do. But at least I have him here and running wild somewhere. But with that being said, um, you know, I kind of applaud for Big G trying to do what he's doing, but but clearly, you know, he's having difficulty getting the job done. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Maybe maybe we're going to have to, you know, schedule this for Monday and get a finish to this because clearly Big T's got some issues that need to be sorted out with Nightmare Jones. But uh, let me go ahead and throw it over to you here, Marcus, uh, and we can go ahead and discuss the Red Brand. All right, first match we're going to get into is the match between the newly arrival of Lilith versus Saint. And, you know, I say when I book her, I'm going to pit her versus the best. And I put her against one of the top stars, one of the best who have ever done in the group. And this woman got a win over Xavier Saint. Like, that is... That's about as huge as it can get in the FWWC, and that's really putting her foot down, saying, "Listen, I'm here. I'm here to suck your blood and take out the competition. And when you beat, you know, a former women's champion and one of the greatest title holders of all time, that that's one hell of a statement. I gotta say. I mean, it is. And the fact that, you know, we see somebody who has had one match under their belt come in um, and is able to take down, like I said, somebody we talked about earlier in shows is going to go down, you know, in the history of the FWWC as, as one of, you know, the top competitors. Um, you know, you look at the titles he, he's held, you look at the, you know, the positions he's held, you know, general manager, uh, you know, superstar, you know, he, he kind of done it all in the FWWC and, and on our second night in, she takes him down and not only did that, but bit him, um, which I don't even know the, the consequences of that right now, other than the fact that he's been acting a little strange, like it's, it's weird, but I'm excited to see what happens. Um, she's really making a name for herself right off the bat. Um, so I, I personally cannot wait uh, to see uh, where this goes here. And I do know we have got a couple of people on hold, and I think intern Timmy is trying to work out exactly what's going on here. Well, you know, we are going to get you guys, to you guys here uh, momentarily. Um, but the next match we are going to go ahead and discuss uh, for the blue brand, uh, saw Tank Westbrook facing off against the Lucha Jordan Kansas City. That's right, yeah. Tank Westbrook, the FHC champion. And unfortunately, uh, we did see a Lucha Jordan Kansas City pull off a victory over Tank. Now, uh, Tank's kind of in an interesting place right now. Um, obviously, he, he's holding that FHC, but, um, you know, Corbin Slater is standing there, you know, former Steampunk Collective and now member of La Familia. 
um, you know, standing there with the Intercontinental Championship, taunting Tank, uh, you know, basically saying, oh, I've got this and I can cash in on you at any time, you know, kind of the the usual mind games that that kind of go along with holding the Intercontinental belt. Uh, but but definitely some interesting stuff going on there. We did see a Luchador uh, pull off a victory, which which makes an interesting dynamic with a win over the champion. Uh, any thoughts on that match here, Marcus? While intern uh, Timmy sorts a few things out for us. You know, a Luchador is one of the one of the oddest commodities in the FWWC because the man is. I mean, he's proven to win the big ones when it matters. But it's just like once you're ready to say, you know, a luchador, he's he's on his way. He's about to do it. And then a luchador just falls on his face. And, you know, it's a big win for him, but we got to see if he capitalizes on it or not because history shows, I mean, when he's hot, he's hot. But sometimes he gets in his own way. I mean, he can be. I mean, he definitely can. Um uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. Like I said, it's, it's an interesting dynamic. We do now have El Luchador uh, well, with a victory over uh, the FHC champion. Um, you also have the, an, an Intercontinental champion who has kind of made his intentions known. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. Um, I do want to go ahead real quickly. Um, I want to jump uh, to a um, – I want to make sure that this individual is available here. Um I believe he's working, so he may not be, but he's definitely on the line. So let me double check here uh, because we did just get done talking about a match that he was involved in against a free agent. And if I can get him on the line here real quick so we can discuss the match um, and then I can let him go. Um, and, yes, I'm stalling for time. If anybody, Okay. Uh, intern Timmy is telling me that is not an option, so we're going to go ahead and – Oh, he's telling me he can't. So, all right, without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on one half of the tag team champions, the Savior Saint. Saint, how are you doing tonight? I'm feeling a little weird, man. I'm surprised I even knew how to dial this phone number. Everything's been messed up for me. My mind's going crazy, and I'm losing my shit. Not like funky or a heel feel. I'm just anxious. Scared to death, like I don't know what the hell is gonna happen. Like, have you seen any any stories of people being bit by vampires? You know what happens next. Like, yeah, I, like I don't. I got these two freaking dots on my neck that ain't healed since, and blood just shoots out sometimes randomly. It's freaking terrifying. And why do you think I'm not hanging out at the house right now? You're I don't even know where I'm right hanging out, bro. Dude. All right. Anyway, I don't, I, don't, um, I don't know what's happening, man. It's it's crazy. I thought I was well prepared uh, with the garlic, and then that crazy-ass vampire just ate it like an apple, and that threw me off the rest of the night. I was just tucking my tail and running around the ring like a little bitch. Dude, man, like, she's – obviously, she's not like no regular vampire. She's like one of those damn day walkers or something. So, you know, you can't be bringing no garlic and then You're going to have to bring out, like, some uh, – some uh, – Super guns or something like that. I mean, you can't just you can't bring on the just the regular stuff you take for vampires to stay. That's not gonna work, man. She's a day Bro, walker. I brought the holy water, a crossbow. I watched Van Helsing sixty freaking times before the show. I thought I was as prepared as I could be. You know what you should have brought? I haven't seen a woman next time like this since Enchantress come in beating Nightmare Jones, dude. And the she seems to be a part of the bad her. bitches, so. 
next time you fight her, you need to either bring, uh, you know, a bazooka or either bring uh, a pair of big tees, underwear, or battle packs, socks. I mean, something like that, that might knock her out. All right, oh, I want to jump in here real quick. I gotta quick. go, guys. I'm starting to feel shitty again. Right. Like I'm about to pass out. I feel like the shit. I can't go to a doctor. Call you later. Nothing. I'm not nothing coming. We're gonna know. I gotta go. Ah, all right, all right, bye. All right, there was one half of your unified tag team champion, Savior Saint, and he is clearly uh, going through um, some stuff here. But um, we have got. <laughs> I mean, just a thought. The, the, the thought of Big T's dirty underwear would make anybody pass out. All right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's let's not go there. All right. Uh, but without <laughs> further ado, we, we've got a special guest. Um, we want to go ahead and bring um, on the line here uh, because we did make our big announcement uh, earlier uh, in the show regarding – uh, you know, unfortunately, the promo of the week situation for this week, but obviously the the opportunity that that we're going to give next week. Uh, so, uh, without any further ado, and I know that you know, intern Timmy's messing up the music here, uh, but without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on, uh, you know, an individual who, without, we would not have the FWWC member of the board of directors, the Night Owl. Night Owl, how are you doing this evening? Que pasa, que pasa, que pasa, loyal members of the FWWC. It is yours truly, the Night Owl, host of the Wrestle Talk podcast, also uh, a privileged member of the board of directors. Thank you guys for having me tonight, man. What's going on? Uh, so, so this is how it feels when I call in to the to the show with Joe Renee and Night Owl is like, oh, so, so this is what he feels like. Man, this sucks. Well, uh, if I if I may, um, I I was invited to come on the show this evening um, because there's some news that's breaking. Um, so this is a little different, Mayhem, because I actually was invited to come on the show, unlike you, who always crashes the party, and you're never invited. So you're speaking potato, and I'm speaking potato. Does that make any sense? Correct. Yeah, I get it. I get you. Do you, though? <laughs> Do you? Oh. <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm I'm glad to have you here tonight, Al. Uh, as you, well, know, you were kind of mentioning. It's a pleasure. Uh, uh, we did have you know some big news we kind of talked about earlier, and, and we definitely get into it now uh, as we have you joining us here. As, as we kind of announced earlier in the show, um, you know, not not seeing a promo of the week this week, but next week uh, we will see a special uh, promo of the week in that who in that whoever wins promo of the week next week is going to be uh, provided uh, with a Russell Talk podcast with Joe and Renee Mug. Uh, obviously, the only responsibility for them is cover shipping and handling. Uh, but uh, you know, huge opportunity again. I'm going to plug them again. Great mugs. Cannot say enough about them, uh, but would love to get your thoughts, you know, on on the situation with the promos, and then you know the opportunity we've got coming up next week. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If you if you just give me a second, uh, I just I gotta handle something real quick. Sorry. It just just hang on. No, I don't give a damn. I don't care if he's there. Yes, he's yes he's a member, but 
this is this is not about him. Get him out of here. I don't want to see him. I'm I'm live right now. Get him out of here. <clears throat> All right, boys, I'm back. Sorry about that. Uh, just a kind of an un, uninvited guest here in the uh, in the board of directors uh, headquarters uh, in Kansas City. But anyway, let, let me get right to it. So. Um, yes, Curtis, you, you're right. Um, the promo of the week situation um, is is a little complicated because uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we know that Mata retired his ability to, you know, be eligible for promos of the week, uh, which we all thought initially was a good thing. Um, but unfortunately, at least this last week, uh, the, the, the members of the board who play a part in making a decision did not seem to feel like the promos that were put out, which there were some good ones. Uh, Daniel Grimm put out a, a great promo after his matches against Corbin Slater. Obviously, Savior Saint and his rivalry against uh, Lilith have been extremely entertaining. We've also seen a luchador uh, de Kansas City, obviously, you know, vying for the heavyweight championship. And we actually even saw Jimbo Slice uh, on the page this week, uh, you know, talking a little trash and making sure people know that he's still here. But to be quite frank with you guys, I got to agree with the other members of the board, uh, along with you two guys that play a part in the voting process. I just don't think there was anything that completely stood out that deserved to be awarded the promo of the week. And, and I don't think it's because people don't care. I think that the bar has been set so high by some of those people that um, that have been here for so long uh, that um, it, it can be a little hard to duplicate and, and attain. So what we're going to do is we're going to up the ante a little bit and not only um, award a promo of the week hopefully next week, but we're also going to be giving away a WrestleTalk podcast mug, which, as you guys know, because you're both owners of these mugs, they are top-flight, bar-quality glass. Uh, these will not be inscribed, so you're not going to be able to get your name on it. It will just be the, uh, um, just the mug with the, the WrestleTalk logo. Um, but it's free as long as you pay the shipping. So we figured that it'd be a great, great way to incentivize um, the promos of the week because we want to remind everybody in the FWBC that they, they really, really, truly do matter. The work that you guys put out is absolutely huge. Um, and it's quite disappointing, I have to, be, to have to say this to both of you, because you guys heard the announcement last week, right? We're going to start putting promos of the week up on the uh, WrestleTalk podcast YouTube page. And so the fact yep. that we don't have a promo of the week this week actually hurts the content creation for the Wrestle Talk podcast YouTube page. And if you guys know me, I'm a little sensitive when it comes to Wrestle Talk, especially <laughs> when last night we only had three callers. We only yeah. had three callers last night, and I was extremely disappointed by that. And, and you know, I don't agree with Mock on a lot of different things, but I think, you know, he said in the past that he didn't feel like the FWWC deserved to be uh, or to have their own airwaves. Um, but I vehemently disagree. But in some situations, like kind of what we're seeing over these last seven to ten days, you know, there's a part of me that kind of wants to agree with him a little bit. And, and, and it's, it's hard for me to say that because I love the FWBC. I love the people here. And I know everyone's capable of doing great work. But it just seems like we've been getting a lot of average to slightly above average work instead of great work. And, and that's, that's just genuinely how I feel about it. I hope nobody takes that personally. Um, but that's just me speaking from the heart. 
No, I I think you're you're hitting very you know very close to what I think both myself and Marcus were feeling. Um, and again, like as you said, you know, this wasn't necessarily a slight to anybody, but the bar is set high. And you know, the other thing you know, that I kind of said earlier is there there is a little you know hesitancy where you're going to see some change in the FWBC over the next you know couple of weeks, moving into obviously new scheduling and things like that. And and you know maybe while that didn't have a direct you know, maybe not in everybody's mind. Uh, things just seemed a little off this week. So, I mean, it is what it is. We'll move forward. Uh, but I'm excited to see what we're going to have, uh, especially with our new night on Friday and seeing what people put out before the podcast on Thursday. We're going to try to include as much as we can up until uh, when we go on the air uh, for promo of the week next week. But um, with that being said here, Marcus, uh, any uh, questions for Night Owl here? Uh, so we're getting kind of close to the end of the show. You know, Night Owl, I got to say, um, I know you're really big on, you know, the the security, the, you know, the well-being of all the superstars in the FWWC. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on the recent events of the attack on one of oh, the top you don't stars in the division? You don't, you don't even have to say it. I know exactly what you're talking about. And unfortunately, Mayhem, as I prepare myself my sixth cup of coffee today, I'm going to be heading back to my office here shortly, um, that's one of the things that's been keeping me up. And unfortunately, I cannot go into great detail concerning that situation because there are a couple of parties involved that may be taking legal action. Uh, so for the sake uh, of the FWWC, there's not much that I can say. But what I, I can say is this. Um, there is so much opportunity here in the FWWC uh, to take out your frustration and make a statement within the confines of the rules inside the square circle. I mean, just earlier this week, we saw a devastating uh, conclusion to a, uh, a street fight between Curtis Black and El Matarada. Um, and, and, and so if you want to take your frustration and anger out on somebody here in the FWC, there's a lot of ways to do that. Um, but when you do it behind someone's back and, and kind of in the dark recesses of an arena or in a parking lot or in a park or wherever it may be, that, that's just cowardly. And so it doesn't matter if it's a uh, savior of funk. It doesn't matter if it's one of the bad bitches or somebody in La Familia. I think that if you really want to handle business, you call, you go down to the ring, pick up the microphone and you call somebody out. And this crap about sneaking up behind people is just flat out cowardly and disrespectful. And it really doesn't fit the persona in the FWWC because everyone that's here is always willing to fight man to man, face to face for what they want. And it seems like somebody's taking the easy way out. And personally, I don't like it. I mean, I have so to. It looks agree. like it's going to be some big trouble. It's going to be some big trouble. So maybe they might be listening. You know, you you will be reprimanded if you are found to be yep. guilty of attacking Bishop. Absolutely, Bishop's one of the top competitors. Uh, and speaking of three callers last night during the Wrestle Talk podcast, Bishop called twice. He called during the high spot segment and he called during the uh, FWWC. Uh, considering he's a man that was recently attacked from behind and I believe ended up in the hospital. He was able to make it, but a lot of the other members of the FWWC weren't. Kind of curious, don't you think? Uh, I mean, it, uh, we definitely need to be there a little bit better. I'm just going to say, we, we all need to be a little bit better about supporting the podcast, including myself. Yes. So, I mean, the brand battle, guys. Don't you guys, I mean, doesn't anybody want to win the brand battle? That plays a part in it, too. 
Um, but anyway, I'm, let me just give me a second. I'm going to head back into my... What? Hey, get out of there. Get out of there. Get out of my office. Get out of my office. Get out. Get
the American Eagles and the Vultures of Violence. And you see many people would start to look at La Familia as if we're some sort of weakened entity. Wake up call. We're so bored with the competition and the rest of the FWC that we've turned to fighting within ourselves for superiority because we all know that the top person in this group doesn't wear the Warriors Heart Championship. The top person in this group is the leader of La Familia Worldwide. And to this moment, that continues to be me. And whoever's going to step into my shoes better show me something. And you know what? I got to give you some credit. You got to give the devil his due, Curtis Black, because my hermano Corbin Slater was in a match against your hermano Daniel Grimm. And guess who came out to introduce herself to the OG of the FWWC? That's right, none other than the newest member of La Familia Worldwide, the future FWWC Women's Champion and the vocal leader of the American Eagles, Hardcore Six. So let me ask you a question. Who's the top person in the FWWC? It's whoever the hell I want it to be. Bottom line, no questions asked. And if you got a problem with that, ladies and ratas, it's pretty simple. You're nothing more than just a dirty, stinking rata. Oh. She's gone. She's finally gone. Beautiful. <sighs> okay. All right, everybody. So, you know, it's nor- it's nine o'clock. You know, and normally I think that would be it. And you know, when El Elmada leaves, that that's usually the end of the show. But we still have two callers on the line, and and you know we we don't go off the air if we have callers on hold. So I wanna I wanna give these two an opportunity to to kind of to to get their their voices out here. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and first off. We're gonna go ahead and go to a man who who's you know involved. I'm gonna go check my results again here, make sure real quick, make sure I get my start right. Yep, got it here. Man who's involved in the triple threat three match series uh, for the U S championship. None other than the masked assassin Robert. Robert, how are you doing this evening? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. All right. Well, uh, like I said, you had uh, an opportunity on Monday night here, but not your only opportunity. There are going to be two more matches um, that is going to ultimately lead to a number one contender to face off against the United States Championship. Um, like I said, you're, you're one point behind as of now, but you can go any way here over the next few weeks. Um, what should we expect to see from you here uh, moving forward in this three-match series? Anything from there will be no different from any other week. It's going to be a hundred percent. But I like to see how funny that Joe's going to take it two 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 weeks in a row that he thinks he's going to take it. No, 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 no. It ain't going to how it's going to be. I'm going to come back and I'm going to take another win. I'm going to take the win and then go on to the next week and I'm going to take another W. All right, Marcus, any thoughts, uh, any questions or thoughts here for Robert before we uh, move on to our final caller and get out of here for the evening? You know, as him being one of my uh, close Def Hawk members, 
You know, I 100% believe that Robert is going to, you know, dominate the next couple of weeks and move on to become the next United States champion. Oh, definitely. No uh, doubt. All right. Well, uh, Robert, as we're kind of finishing up here, any uh, final thoughts for the FWWC universe before we let you go this evening? Uh, no, um, just matter of the case that Joe, Madman Joe, you better rethink your game if you think you're going to take it two weeks in a row because I'm going to be coming and disappoint you one way or another. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Robert. Definitely going to be interesting to see what goes on there. And then our final caller for the evening, a man who's had an interesting week and obviously is going to have some interesting thoughts here after uh, some recent comments. Allow me to go ahead and bring on the other half of the Unified Tag Team Champions, Daniel Grimm. Daniel Grimm, how are you doing this evening? What's up, bitches? Whoa, that's aggressive. Jeez. Well, wouldn't have it any other way. Well, yeah, I mean, you want to bring me on? I gotta, I gotta make it known that I'm actually here, right? Being the final caller and all. Boom. Oh. What's that? Jeez, what, do we, what do we ask him? I mean, come on, this is Dan Grimm. I mean, what, what do we ask him? I mean, um, family to me now. Hey, buddy, how's it going? <laughs> you know, it's going. Um, had a pretty okay. decent week, I would say. Well, let's let's get to let's let's cut to the chase. Like I said, we're we're already running over time. They're gonna kick us out of studio soon. Let's cut to the chase. I know, I know you heard what 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 uh, a certain individual had to say just a short while ago (laughs) regarding yourself, regarding Corbin Slater, and and this whole situation here. So, your thoughts uh, on El Mata and you know recognizing your your victory over his brother? Uh, well. Let's think about it. He's doing exactly what Almada wants to do. He doesn't even want to mention the fact that I came out as the victor. He's mentioning this, you know, munchkin, snaggletooth bitch that really is still irrelevant no matter what. Not even mentioning that I beat Corbin Slater two weeks in a row. Ah, the the no huevos on this man. Hmm. All right, Daniel Graham. So with that being said, um, I know you have uh, some some ambition on Blue uh, besides just Unified Tag Team titles. So like I said, we've got Hell in a Cell coming up here shortly. Where should we expect to see Daniel Graham? And uh, where should we expect to see you as, as we move into Survivor Series? And clearly uh, a big and important time of the year for the FWBC. Uh, moving forward kind of just waiting on Corbin Slater's word or response to the offer or proposition that I gave since I kind of have a little bit of leverage. But with uh, Mata and his comments saying that there's nobody that he hasn't beaten. Well, technically, he didn't beat me. So, I mean, come Survivor Series, Mata, what's up, bro? You feeling froggy? Because I'll jump. All right, Marcus, any any thoughts or questions for uh, Daniel Grimm? 
you know, uh, you know, like you said, you you've beaten Corbin Slater twice, and you know, I I know that in puts a row, you in a conversation not just twice, for, twice in a row, in a row, and that that puts you in a conversation for a title shot. But you know, the main thing people are talking about is your legacy and you beating Funky um, Three Belt and getting into this World's Heart Championship and winning it for an unheard of four time. I mean, that three. That's big time. Unfortunately, I wish oh, it was four, times. but it, it would be three. Well, still, that's that's an amazing feat, and that really puts your name up there, you know, in the upper echelon of FWWC superstars. What do you have to say about, you know, etching your name up there, you know, potentially winning another World's Heart Championship? Oh. Uh-huh. I actually got a quick question for you. Who holds the most reigns as Warriors our champion? Me. You ain't even held it once. <laughs> oh. No, that would be I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's Dave Brown. Uh, question or... related to that, but uh who is currently <laughs> the hardcore champion? The answer is the same. Who am I trying to match up with? Oh, you're right. The answer right. is the same. Ooh. What am I That's trying to do? I'm trying to show that El Mata, even though he is Big Dick El Heffy, whatever the fuck he calls himself, there's somebody that has a bigger dick that will come into play. Okay. We're not going to get in the dick measuring contest here. I, I think we would get thrown oh. off the air if that's what we started doing. Why not? I got the tape measure ready. No, exactly. no, no, Grim. No. Just all right, don't, all right. don't. <laughs> we, we got, we're going knows, off though. the rails here. Get him out, out of here. All right, Daniel Grim. We got one one final thing here, and we will get out of here. Any final thoughts for the FWWC universe before we let you go tonight? Well, come hell in a cell, if Corbin accepts my offer, I will be walking out as Daniel Big Dick Three Belts, along with my brother. Come Survivor Series, if Mata decides to feel froggy, I'll walk out, Daniel Grimm, four belts. And then when I go to beat my brother for the Warriors Star Championship, I will be big dick of the FWWC. All right. Well, Daniel Graham, wow. it's going to be interesting to see what happens as we move forward. But we have run Jeez. well over time tonight. Um, but it was a hell of a show. So one last time before we head out of here, I do want to thank again, our sponsors at wrestle talk podcast with Joe and Renee. Uh, there's always three callers last night. So I'm going to go watch, uh, the feed now, uh, to catch up on what I missed yesterday. Uh, I, you all should go out, check it out, either watch the feed, but make sure you tune in live next Wednesday, eight Eastern. 7 Central, WrestleTalkPodcast.com. It's going to be another amazing show. And uh, let's uh, let's do it and let's show them uh, that the FWWC family is there in support of our boys over at the Rust Talk Podcast. So uh, with that being said, I am Curtis Black. He is Marcus Mayhem. We are out of time. And next week, I will, I'll, I'll make this announcement here real quickly. It will be uh, WrestleTalk Podcast. Blackpool. 
Uh, we are going to discuss NXT UK, NXT, and uh, might even throw in some progress in there for you guys. So I will be on uh, Rust Talk Podcast next week um, during the High Spot segment, and we are going to have a great time uh, talking about uh, the UK wrestling scene and NXT because, I mean, they're all kind of linked together right now. Uh, but make sure you te- check it out next Wednesday, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, hashtag WrestleTalkCast. With that, we are out of here. Again, one last time, I am Curtis Black. He is Marcus Mayhem, and we will see you next week for episode 128 of the FWWC tonight. Deuces. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.